Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and today I'm just going to talk about something I've been doing on the blog for the, I don't know, maybe the past week now. I've been uh, making entries there for uh, stories from Strange Tales from a Chinese studio. This is a book I've mentioned before. I, I really like it. I think that it's got a lot of content for game masters to, to sink their teeth into and take inspiration from. So I'm trying to illustrate that by just each day I take anywhere between two and three of the stories depending on the length. I, I try to, uh, you know, trying to limit it to spending about a half hour to an hour a day on it. So, uh, you know, two to three stories and I'll just come up with something based on, 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 on the story itself and where it takes me. And sometimes it's fairly close to the source material. Sometimes I decide to go in a very different direction. I'll take like a kernel. And so I'm sort of approaching it the same way I imagine, you know, people do when they make a movie inspired by, uh, by content from the, from, from the stories. And I'm using the Penguin version, which I think has about 100, 102, 103 of the stories in it. I believe there's 500 in the original version. Um, but, uh, but, for, but for the purposes of the blog entries, this should be sufficient. And, um, you know, if I can get 100 entries that'll be great. I did skip one or two stories. I think I skipped the first, I skipped the first three and I had a reason for it, which I explain in the, um, uh, in, in the, uh, in the blog entry. I might come back to them. Uh, you know, there's one of them, for example, is a really weird ghost story about a ghost who ends up hugging a tree. It just was a little difficult for me to come up with, a um, uh, something on the spot for that one. Uh, the homunculus story was I, the way the where I wanted to go with it really would have required me to build a whole subsystem within the game itself because it gets into stuff dealing with enlightenment and stuff like that and I just didn't want to um, address it uh, so I, I and um, and there was one other early one um, uh, another worldly examination which I also skipped for similar reasons but aside from those I've pretty much been going through them. And if I do skip one, I'll mention it. I'll explain why. Um, uh, there was one called The Fornicating Dog, which I, I, I had some ideas, but I just didn't, didn't want to get into it. It did seem like it might be a little too silly. Um, though there is, you know, I do think humor has a, has a role in a lot of these, and I do like to make somewhat silly entries, but that one, that one was, a, was a little tough, uh, so I decided to skip it. And, and so I think now we're on, the next one should be uh, a most exemplary monk. So I'm on entry 22 now. I just finished Grace and Pine. And it's, it's doing some interesting things because by sort of forcing myself to make a monster, an NPC, or a scenario from each entry, I kind of have to go in directions I might not otherwise go because I'm sort of, you know, and, and especially as I've been, you know, sort of forcing myself to do each entry without skipping it regardless. Um, and so, uh, you know, I don't know, I like, I like, I like where some of these have gone. They've been, uh, cause, cause, uh, again, I think that this is one of the, one of the best investments that you could have as a GM. It's like nine ninety five, and really the entries, most of them are like a page or two. Some of them are a bit longer. Uh, like, like I said, Grace and Pine, I think is about 10 pages, which is a little bit long for, uh, for the, the penguin version. Um, there are a couple that are also a bit longer, uh, uh, you know, but, but for the most part, they're a page, two, maybe three. 
and they really get right to the heart of what's interesting and uh, supernatural about the tale. So they really do just kind of dive right into it, and you immediately have like, oh, here's a monster that I could easily use, or here's an odd situation. Some of them are just kind of quirky, odd moments, but they would illuminate a setting inspired by uh, Chinese mythology. So you, you'll have occasional stories where they just meet an immortal and talk and maybe see something slightly unusual. Uh, you know, again, I, what, I, what I'm finding, though, is I'm still finding angles. Uh, even if nothing immediately gameable happens in the story, uh, it, it, it opens up uh, uh, some thoughts. And I, uh, I, I you know... I, I've been I've been having a, a real good time writing these. These have been this is probably the the funnest blog series I've done in a while on the Bedrock blog. And I know I tend not to, um, I tend to sort of limit that to my uh, session logs and my um, uh, linking to the podcast. But I'm going to try to get back into to blogging game content, especially after doing this. And I, and I will occasionally game uh, modules and stuff like that. In fact, I'm, I probably should compile them all so that they're easy to find. But if you go and you look through the blog, you'll find I have, uh, I have whole adventures on there and I have whole, I think at one point I posted a couple of game systems. Um, there's all kinds of stuff on the blog. If you, if you sift through it, I'll try to, I'll try to, um, uh, you know, manage it a little bit better and put some things under headers. I just put the Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio entries in, uh, in a footer below. So if you go to the very, very bottom, way, way, way down at the bottom of the blog, there's a uh, there's a link to all of the uh, all of the Strange Tales entries that I have so far, and uh, and yeah, I don't know. I've I've really uh, been having a lot of fun with this. The the last one, Grace and Pine, was interesting because that one, some interesting things happen in it, but things that didn't leap out to me as in, you know gameable right away or gameable in a way that wouldn't have involved a railroad there's an interesting sort of ending to the story where uh you know the main character befriends this uh family of foxes and uh the foxes are facing a calamity or a tribulation at the end of the story and he decides to stick with them and i think calamities and tribulations are a really interesting gaming concept uh for uh or a, a, an interesting uh mythic concept to put into the game um and we've d sort of done that but i kind of want to explore it from different angles on the blog and so i i didn't i decided not to really get into it uh this time around because i i'm going to be exploring that more as we deal with the profound master stuff uh so today i what i did instead because the uh um the the character marries a uh, a fox and they have a uh they have a baby together i decided to to bait to make a uh, uh a half fox uh, player character race for wandering heroes and it's it's you know obviously all of these entries are you know works in progress i'm just making them as i go and uh hopefully what will happen is i will uh i'll i'll get more opportunities to play test each of these entries uh in my campaigns and as i do so i'm either going to go back to the blog entry and tweak it or preferably i will i will revisit it and 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 come up with like a, a a refined version and then post that on the blog which i think is a better way to go because i don't like to go back and edit blog entries like I, I like to keep them my blog entries are pretty messy i have a very sort of uh uh unedited 
approach to the podcast to the blogs my 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 you know i what what i want to do is i just want to get stuff out there and i don't really pay too much attention to to revising the the text and stuff like that if i find a major typo i'll fix it but otherwise i like to keep things the way they were when they were published and uh and so i i don't want to go back and alter my blog entries and uh um you know there might be one or two exceptions uh especially if it was like an interview and somebody wanted me to correct something i would certainly do that but if it's if it's just a regular blog entry i'd rather i'd rather have it be a product of its time um and, and not go back and adjust it. So I think what I would do here is I would leave the original entries and I would just make new entries that are essentially the same with the tweaks and explain what the tweaks were for. And and that will be good because I think that'll give people, you know, number one, it gives them the option. If they don't like my tweaks, they can keep the first one. Um, uh, it doesn't make the entries amorphous so that they're always changing. And, uh, and I think it's just a better way to go. So... So yeah, so so again, I think uh, if you haven't read it, it's Pu Songling's Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. There are a bunch of different translations. I, I like the Penguin one from Minford because I think the text just is very warm and engaging. Um, so sorry about that. It looks like I was um, I was uh, interrupted a little bit. I had to go pick up my wife. She called while I was uh, recording. So like I said before, I, I usually like to keep these unedited. Occasionally, if something happens like that, I'll... I'll splice the recording and put the two things together so I can avoid the interruption that occurred. Uh, but otherwise, I keep these ongoing and uh, just, you know, for me, I just feel that's uh, uh, so I can not develop bad habits uh, and and so that I don't uh, uh, start thinking I sound better than I really do. Uh, but the uh, the book, again, is uh, Pu Songling's Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. And... I'm using the Penguin version. There's a bunch of other versions out there. Uh, I think that the uh, the translation and the Penguin version is very. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. I, I really like it. I like I like the I like the prose. Um, but there's a um, there's a there's a there's a number of translations. One's available online. I think I linked it on the blog, and uh, and there there are you know differing versions out there. So it's always handy to to go and get other versions and other translations of things. Um, but for the purposes of this, I, I chose to go with this one. And you can, uh, I, I think it's on Amazon for like 10 bucks. Uh, the, the, you know, these are really great uh, stories to take inspiration from uh, for, for a game master. I've, I've used this more than virtually any other, uh, you know, source material out there. I mean, you know, uh, you know, obviously sort of, you know, all the different movies and stuff like that. But I mean, in terms of uh, text, this has uh, been... Uh, the single biggest uh, thing that I keep going back to over and over and over again, I, I you know I, I you know I will occasionally you know draw from things like Journey to the West or from various uh, wuxia novels, but this one I don't know why this one is just very suitable to gaming, even not just you know the uh, wandering heroes thing, just just anything. Um, you know you just you go to a you know you can pretty much pick a random page, read an entry, and I guarantee you you'll have an adventure by that night. Um, that's something that I, I routinely did. If I if I didn't have something planned and I and I needed something, I would I would you know poke through the book and 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 find an idea. And it's uh it's 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 got the you know you can you can tell that I've 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 read it and reread it a bunch of times when you when you see it on the shelf. 
Um, you know, a lot of other books I might read twice, once, but this one got a, a lot of mileage. And, uh, and again, it's, it's very cheap, so, so I, I, I highly recommend this particular version, but it, you can get it for free. And uh, I'm going to be continuing to do each one, uh, you know, a, as we go. I think right now I'm on number 22, so that's page 86, and the book is... It's like over 500 pages, but I think the last 100 pages or so are mainly footnotes. The footnotes in this are, are quite excellent, too. They, they, they will explain a lot of things that are in the stories. Sometimes they use words in the translation, and you're not sure what they're referring to. Like, there was one where you mentioned a troll, and I had to sort of do some delving to make sure I understood which monster it was actually referring to. Um but but yeah it's it's got uh these 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 wonderful i think they're woodcut illustrations i'm not a hundred percent sure but they look like woodcuts to my eye and again uh i will uh you know i'm on the 22nd story there's a hundred in the book um they do kind of start to get a little bit longer as the book goes so um i don't know if that's going to cause me to uh space out some of the entries more probably not because they're still fairly short but, uh, you know, I think if I can do two to three at a time, that'll keep us at a good pace, and hopefully we'll get through them, you know, by within a month or so, I would say. I might have to pause occasionally while I'm working on some things. And, uh, uh, and yeah, so, again, it's uh, Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. I've been bl blogging entries just about, uh, you know, every, you know, once to twice a day, actually. And uh, I'm having a, a lot of fun doing it. I'm finding it's a really good exercise too for uh, for just game mastering in general. It, it uh, I, I think uh, I remember back in the day when I was you know running D and D in high school. I used to get Dragon Magazine, and there were, I think it, I think this was in Dragon Magazine. It might have been some other book, or you know who knows where I got this this from. But I, I could have sworn there was an article in there where there was someone talking about. Um, uh, about the creative process of game mastering and one of the things that the that that he recommended was was setting aside a specific time of day each day to be creative and then your brain would sort of get into the habit of being creative during that period and that sort of stuck with me i would float in and out of it as a, i mean you know when you're when you're preparing for games and stuff it's not easy to always make sure you do it at exactly four i i find i tend to I tend to get ideas as I'm laying on the couch, you know, and then I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll write things down. But I but doing this really reminded me that because I noticed that the the entries started getting, in my opinion, the entries got better as I went, and it uh it, they got easier to do. And I and I think it was just because well I was getting up every morning, you know, reading you know two or three entries from the book and then. Uh, you know, blogging, uh, game material about it. And it just kind of, uh, you know, my, my brain just became aware that, okay, at nine o'clock in the morning, you need to start coming up with ideas for this. And, and so, yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't really have much to do with the, 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 the strange tales, but it was something that occurred to me while I was working on it. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, there are a couple of, uh, of announcements I should probably get to. I know, People don't always like me putting these announcements in the the end of my podcast, but I I, I just kind of do things like this, and you know just my style. Um, but we have the Daolu book coming out. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. I might have recorded a podcast that I never put up and talked about it, so I don't know. But the Daolu book has a time travel adventure. It's got 
the city of Daolu, which is a city in the Empire. It's got all kinds of cool uh, setting details in it. But it's basically a, um, I would say it's a three-part book. The first part is uh, an introductory adventure that is sort of optional that connects to the time travel adventure later in the in the book. The bulk of the book is really just the city of Dalu. You know, all of the different sites and groups that operate there. Uh, it's it's really kind of a cool uh, sort of sandboxy, uh, you know, starter kit for, for uh, you know, for that part of the, of the setting. I think uh, I think it'd be you know really if you if you just got uh, wondering here's a Vogate you're looking for something where you can just kind of set the players loose and see what they do. This is a good starting point. Uh, it comes with a map of the city. It comes with a lot of entries. You can elaborate on it as you go as well. But it's got you know the major locations and the major factions. And then there's a time travel adventure that's you know linked to the events in the introductory adventure. And that's optional, but that will take you to the history of the city back during an earlier age and uh and that connects to the legend of overgate book and this all started out as a uh, a project between me and deathblade who writes the legend of overgate stories and and translates a bunch of shan novels over at wuxia world and so uh this was really just sort of like we just wanted to you know work together and do some cross promotional stuff and it just exploded into this thing and what started out as like a 10 page book ended up being i think it's I think it's like 100 pages now. I, I don't know what it's going to come to when we lay it out. Um, I'm bracing myself, but it's it's like 100 pages. And it's going to be pay what you want because that's sort of how we set it up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really we're just trying to help people, uh, you know, you know, sort of get a get a gateway into some of the uh, uh, Shan Sha stuff. And and uh, and so this is like a good um, I don't know. I think I think that this, uh, you know, this is a good way to, to, to get exposed to some of the stuff going over at the Wusha World site. Also, uh, it's, you know, great introductory, uh, you know, free content for uh, Wandering Heroes people. So, so yeah, so if you want to spend money on it, you can. Um, don't have to. Uh, it's totally optional. That's why we like pay what you want. Um, you know, if, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you end up, uh, not spending any money but you decide oh it was worth more money than that you can always just buy another book or or you know whatever i don't know just or give us a review or shout out um uh but uh but you know i I like the pay what you want thing i think it's um i think it's good because it's helpful for people that maybe they can't uh uh you know they, they can't buy every game that comes out the pay what you wants give you a way to test out different games without really uh having to worry too much about an investment so um so that's why the 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 ogre gate core book is like that and this is going to be like that most of our other books will have a a cover cost but i do try to keep them down um you know largely because i don't have a lot of money myself so i i don't like spending a lot on books and i don't like charging a lot on books um but uh but yeah so uh there was that, and we also have the uh, Ogre Gate Inn book, uh, which I just uh, was working on the cover uh, with the cover designer, and that looks spectacular. Um, there were a few minor uh, layout uh, tweaks that I wanted to make, so I, you know, I just sent back a note of about like ten minor changes to the layout guy, and we're gonna do that. We're gonna get the cover, and then we will be, you know, set to go with it. Um, basically, just fine tuning at this point. And, and from there, I'm sort of deciding where we're going to go. 
I have a an adventure I really really am excited about called House of Paper Shadows that I I wanna I wanna release soon and I'm just you know waiting for a few other uh, details on it to to, to finalize um, but it's pretty much I, I mean I, it's already been play tested it's been uh, you know written it's got art it's got most of the content is done we just have some you know some of the sort of revising stuff to go through and so I want to get that out fairly soon. I want to get Glorious Death Cult out as well. And as you can tell, my pipeline, it's kind of, uh, there are things vying for release dates here. But uh, the next Sex of the Martial World book will be the Glorious Death Cult, which I'm, I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, and I want, to, I want to release that around the time of the uh, Ogre Get In book because the Glorious Death Cult is referenced in the Ogre Get In book. So I want to make sure that's out for people uh, in a timely way. And, and then I have... Uh, two other books that are coming out that uh before we get to the profound master book and i'm debating which one to release first and i could probably use some input so if anybody wants to contact me and let me know feel free uh, you know this is already like at the 20 minute mark so if you've if you've stuck with it this long and you have a strong opinion i, I certainly will listen to it but i'm working on a book that's the uh it's sort of like the um companion to the Ogre Gate Inn and Strange Land of Lee Fawn. That's a supplement for Lee Fawn and has some adventure in it. And I'm I'm working on one now for Haiyan and it's called The War of Swarming Beggars. And it's it's got a scenario, the War of Swarming Beggars scenario, and it also describes the areas in Haiyan and um and I'm still working on it. I'm 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 trying to take a little bit of time on it. I want to make sure I get things right. But I also started working on a book called Bloodstained Roads of the Martial World. And that started when I was um, blogging about the in encounters in, um, uh, in, in Wuxia campaigns. And it, and, and it, and it led to a, you know, uh, some interesting ideas. And so I'm thinking of releasing that first because it's a smaller book. It might be more manageable. But I don't know. I kinda, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. So I'm, and I'm going to have to make a decision by the end of the month because I have to commit to one in terms of what I focus on. I'm giving myself, you know, about 10 days to uh, uh, to just relax because we finished Dalu and now I just want to unwind. But, um, but yeah, so I, I will need to decide w- which one I'm going to do. Um, right now, to be honest, I'm leaning towards uh, War of Swarming Beggars because um, I feel like if I can finish that one and then get to the uh, bloodstained roads of the martial world it'll 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 allow me to focus entirely on it um but i don't know i i i I could go either way so so we'll see but uh but anyways um go check out the uh strange land of sorry the the the, the, sorry the uh, uh tales from a strange tales from a chinese studio uh uh blog entries i think they're they're really interesting and I think that uh, hopefully if you're a fan of the Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio and you play Ogregate, now you can just go there and you can get content. Uh, you know, if you need ghosts or whatever, magic items, monsters. Um, and I'm going to try to do this with more stuff. I think it's helpful for me to put this stuff on the blog for people. And I'm going to try to organize the blog a little better, like I said before. So, uh, all right. I, I have to get ready to prepare for our Bride with White Hair 2 review tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about that with Lady Chow Fung, uh, Adam, and Kenny. And we did The Bride with White Hair, uh, the original movie, uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. And so now we're doing part two. And 
I'll be interested to see what everybody thinks. I definitely have my opinions on it. Um, if you haven't seen The Bride with White Hair 2, def- uh, you know, I, I, would, I would say it always helps to see the movie before the discussion. We do spoil uh, plot elements. Um, you know, our rule of thumb is if it's an old movie especially, we just talk about the plot. And, you know, so, so you might want to watch it first. If not, just, you know, maybe maybe to see what we think about it but uh but yeah I, I, and, and i highly recommend watching part one part one is an outstanding movie uh I, I i can't recommend it enough and if you missed it last week we did um i think our last movie that we did was a chinese odyssey no no um no it wasn't a chinese odyssey it was um journey of the west conquering the demons uh so uh if you you know if you go on to the podcast you can check that out uh, so we do have a lot going on, and um, uh, I'll be back on probably over the weekend as well with Adam to talk about some Doctor Who stuff. And-